Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and everything pop culture-related. I'm your host, Christian, and this is my co-host, Devin. We have a few stories for you guys today. Nothing super, super crazy, but we're going to get into a lot of uh, Gina Carano, um, you know, everything that's going on with her and whatnot. We got some Spider-Man news and some Last of Us HBO news all coming up after this. All right, and we are back. Regina Carano, this is not the way. This is is not the way way to do it. It is not. Not at all. Not at all. So, hello, everyone. Again, welcome back to Film Optics, the podcast, Film Optics podcast. We're a podcast where you can listen to us on podcast platforms around the internet. Sorry for anyone who is uh, watching on the live stream. My mouse is, like, not responding, like, half the time. It's just not. It just will not let me. Uh... It is what it is. Anyway, um, you can listen to us on podcast platforms around the internet. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X for all of our latest announcements. And, Devin, how, how, how's your week been, man? I mean, you know, we're here on a Saturday. You know, we usually do, some, do these on Fridays. But, you know, life happens. So we kind of have to adapt to our situation. Just got back to Chi Town last night. It was, nice. it was actually a pretty quick drive. Yeah, didn't feel too long, but there were there was a mountains of snow here. Is more there more snow than Cleveland? Yeah, there's more uh, black ice here in Nashville more than anything else. But I mean, it is what it is. Um, I'm dog sitting this weekend, so that's a lot of fun. Fell out <laughs> right outside on my ass. So actually. Ugh. Okay, so another thing, we're going to try not to cuss as much unless it, like, completely warrants it. Uh, I think with this first story, <laughs> it may or may not. I mean, it just depends on how we feel about it. But, um, yeah, I want to try to keep it a little bit more PG-13. We'll, we'll, we'll allow, like, one cuss per <laughs> per, uh, per pod for both of us. So, um, yeah, I just want to start to get, try to get that going. But, yeah, man, it's it's been crazy here in Nashville. Um is, there's not a lot of snow, but there is black ice um, pretty much anywhere you go. Uh, I was taking my friend's dog out. Um, his name is Manny. Um, <laughs> and Manny. Manny, yeah. Um, I had to lock the door because he was being too loud. Um, but I, like, completely just, like, <laughs> fell on my butt, like, earlier on today. Um, I, almost, I almost had a fall earlier today, but... <laughs> Caught myself, thankfully. Oh my gosh, it's it's crazy. It's not even snowing here, which is the crazy part. But um, it is what it is, man. But yes, uh, this is the Film Optics podcast. We're going to be getting into our news of the week. If you're new here, we usually do our news of the week first, and then we will get into our Wanda Vision episode six. Did it right this week? No season six, episode six, and that's pretty much what we cap off with. Um, if there's any straggling news after, you know, there's any breaking news on a Saturday, I don't think that's going to happen, but you never know. But um, since, since you're such a big fan of the Mandalorian, Devin, I'm going to let you take this first one. I know how much you love, oh how much you love Gina Carano. She was your favorite MMA fighter growing up. Give me the details. Gina Carano. Oh, what a fool. What an absolute <laughs> fool. So I'm, I'm sure everyone by now has heard about her uh, pretty pretty disgusting comments she's made on on social media. I guess they, they weren't really comments; they were posts that she that she put on her Instagram. I think. Um, long story short, she was basically comparing being a current day Republican to being a Jewish person during the Holocaust, which is just yikes! Ter- <laughs> it's just terrible in every way. Yeah, like, that's you, you not. Cannot, you just can't do that. You can't say that. It's not a thing you should be doing. No, it's not a thing that anyone should be doing. So it's like, I mean, come on now. And Disney Disney has officially dropped her from Mandalorian. She is no longer on the show. Get out get of her, here. Get her out. You are the weakest link. Well, of course, a couple of days later, she got 
picked up by Ben Shapiro's production company. They're going to be making stuff. Like, obviously that was going to happen. <laughs> She's going to be a star for all those, all those poor Republicans <laughs> who just can't, can't live nowadays. It's a hard life. I don't yeah, know how they do it. I, I don't know, dude. It's, it's some crazy, crazy stuff. Okay, see that wants to work. <laughs> this okay, you're just get, people who are live listening on live stream. You're just gonna have to deal with the stream yard thing down at the bottom because my I think my my uh, mouse is just busted right now. Anyway, yeah, uh, Gina Carano. She's uh, not everyone's favorite person right now, and of course Ben Shapiro is the only one who kind of uh, you know uh, <laughs> wanted to pick her up, she, and it's she's like be a star in in their little world. What's her hashtag? They can't cancel us or something Some, like that. Something dumb like that. That's so dumb. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I mean, like, it's not like she was a very important person on the Mandalorian. Yeah, I was anyway. gonna say, like, I, I, I liked her character, but I always thought her acting was just subpar. Yeah. <laughs> like her character was pretty cool, but you can definitely live without that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like it, it is. And they kind of like wrote her off in the second season. Like she wasn't. Much in there. yeah, they, she kind of just left off on an eh note. Yeah, I guess I think she got. I think I. I don't know if it was Lucasfilm or like the actual agency that she works through. They were like looking for a reason to like let her go. I mean, yeah, this is not the first <laughs> the first incident. This is just the worst, probably the worst one that really broke the camel's back. But there yeah. were other ones where she's just not not doing good things. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm just. And then there's there's all these people on on social media that are comparing this to when, um, when Pedro Pascal compared uh, Trump to Hitler. It's just a I think that's a pretty thing. accurate representation or pretty fair comparison. It's it's just so different, <laughs> just like, without the genocide. But of course, yeah, it, it, that that is totally different. Yeah, your your political views should have nothing to do with, uh, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't compare that to like an entire race. You're not getting murdered people. for your political views. Yeah, not not at all. But anyway, we'll we'll move on from from uh, Gina here. It, like I said, she was in what three, four episodes tops between two seasons. She wasn't wasn't really that. Do you, do you think they'll replace her though, or just write off the character entirely? Do you think Cara <laughs> Dune will get a new actress? What if they written? What if they pull like a uh, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker somehow? Gina Carano. <laughs> has died <laughs> just like out of nowhere um, i wanted to have like an off-screen like jar jar Binks death or something just the most embarrassing way to die i mean like if, if they did i mean i'd be fine if they replaced her but like it would have to be someone her like, character is just like not that important yeah like i mean if if she serves like no real purpose besides like rescue missions or something like that i i really don't think that that's going to uh to like kill her or like i don't think it's gonna hurt disney at all because literally like everyone was saying hey fire gina carano and like that that was trending on twitter and then like hours later they're like yeah she's been let go so it's like oh wow i mean if if they do that's cool if not i can kind of just live without the character um i mean yeah like she'll always be like a part of the show but i mean it's not like she did that much anyway like she was kind of just there so I don't know. It is what it is. But let's move on to our next topic here, Devin. We have some fantastic news. Fan-fantastic news. I'm very, very excited for this. We have Bella Ramsey, a.k.a. Lady Mormont, a.k.a. Lyanna Mormont from Game of Thrones. She has been cast as Ellie in HBO's Last of Us series. And we have Mr. Pedro Pascal will be starring as Joel in the Last of Us series, the HBO Last of Us series, huge, huge news. At least for me, I am, I, I, I know I'm not like. I, at first, I was like, I don't know if I'm like super crazy about this. Like, I am interested. Let's get that point out in the open. I am interested in this, but I, I'm interested to see how they expand the world because if it's just going to be beat for beat, same as the game, I honestly want nothing to do with it but I think they are going to expand on some parts, make the world a little bit larger. Um, no, I, I, I don't think this will be like a, you know, Marvel c- cinematic universe or like a DC, like a monster verse extended, just it's own little universe. You know, there's two games so far. Maybe we'll get a third. We don't know, 
But I do believe if you really want the full effect of this story to play The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part 2. That is... I, I will eventually. <laughs> and that that is a... That, that was not a slide of you, Devin. That was for, for all of our listeners out there. But, you know, and, and I understand you're not, not... Not everyone has a PlayStation and it's like money talks and everyone has always been talking about for like since the last... Since the first game came out in like 2013... Like, man, you know, this makes like a really good movie or like a really good TV show. And I was like, yeah, like it would, but I don't think it will compare to the original because we, we had, we, we, it was just phenomenal performances between, we had Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson playing as Joel and Ellie respectively and everyone else who pitched in as well. It's, it's just the, the best way to, to play, to experience that story is, is to actually play the game. Um, but I'm, I'm very interested to see, um, how the HBO series is going to last. Like, I don't think it's going to spin on something huge. Like, I think it's going to be something kind of like Chernobyl because Chernobyl was really, really good, but you know, maybe like a limited series depending on how many games they make. But so far there's only two, but this series is only going to be covering the events of the first game, not of the second game. It's kind of crazy how fast this news all came out because at first it was the rumors about Mahershala Ali yeah. as Joel. I was down for that. I was like, absolutely, let's go. And you see all these people on Twitter are going, oh, Joe, Joe, Joe's from the South. He's a white guy. I'm like, well, the, the best thing about The Last of Us, like, no, like, every character pretty much any character that you meet in this story, the race has nothing to do with their background. It's just so happens that Ellie and Joel are white in the game. But like it, it and it's like people act like, I don't know, black people don't live in Texas <laughs> because that's where Joel is from. And it's like, I, I would have been just as open to it. I was like, Oh my God. Cause apparently he was offered the job and he passed it up. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know too much about the the character of Joel, but well, start Pedro playing, Pascal, start Pedro playing. Pascal <laughs> seems like the perfect fit because of what he's doing with Mandalorian. Like he's yeah. just that perfect father figure who's kind of like he doesn't he doesn't care at first, but then he just can't help but yeah. I love the little one. I saw uh, I think Blessing from uh, Kind of Funny Games. He had tweeted he was like uh, Pedro Pascal is like he's doing another uh, co op. Um, a side mission, um, a uh, type of, you know, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on it right now. You know, ca- a carrier mission type thing. And like, yeah, I, I think it's kind of cool. Like I saw a lot of posters. Everyone's like, oh, wherever she goes, I go. I'm like, well, it's, he's escorting her somewhere. So it's like, eh, it's a little different, but I, I get the gist for sure. I'm very excited for this. You know, Bella Ramsey, she's also done a fantastic job in uh, His Dark Materials uh, season two. If anyone hasn't watched that show, it is fantastic. Uh, based off a book series, um, I wouldn't say it's as big as Game of Thrones or anything, but like I really enjoy it. And also, we have Daphne Keene in there. Uh, you know, she was uh, in Logan. And we also have um, um, oh my, James McAvoy is, uh, in. Um, in Wow, cannot talk today. Within his Dark Materials, uh, season one and two. Um, so he's in there with a few others, Lin-Manuel Miranda and a few others. But uh, yeah, Bella Ramsey, I think. And, and I was trying to figure out who was going to play Ellie. And I was like, well, it could be Caitlin Dever because that's been a very popular choice. And then they're like, Bella Ramsey. I'm like, okay, that that works just as well. I'm, I'm very excited. I kind of thought that Nikolai Costa-Walder uh, who played Jamie Lannister was going to play Joel because he does like the, look the, like the it. picture next to each other is pretty spot on. It is very spot on, but I, I did not even expect Pedro Pascal to do this. And I guess his role as Joel is going to take precedent over in Mandalorian season three, because that doesn't come out till next year. We get the book of Boba this year. So I'm going to stop gushing about this right now. Let's get into our second I army. Mean, our third news story. You want to take this one, Devin? We got some some news about a potential Into the Spider-Verse 2 villain. Ooh, what's his name? Is it Craven the, the Hunter? The Spot. Interesting. Well, that's... The Spot. That's, see, that's one issue with uh, with Miles Morales, his character. His his rogues gallery is, is obviously a lot less than Peter Parker's. Like, yeah. there's a lot less to work with. But, that is I true. Mean, but I guess... It seems, like, it seems like it could be a good fit based on what... 
what they're going for. Yeah, this comes from uh, Murphy's Multiverse. Um, take this with a grain of salt, salt. We're not entirely sure if this is true, but we've, I mean, we pulled stories from this website before and it seems to be accurate. But uh, I guess one good thing about it, um, the spot, is that, you know, they are bringing even like lesser villains into. Yeah, it is nice to get like. Not the same five that we've seen in every in every Spider-Man property yeah, so far. Right? Yeah, it's like oh, like you buy a PlayStation. Oh, what games should I play? Nine times out of ten, people are going to tell you God of War, Last of Us, Spider-Man, blah blah blah. It's like oh yeah, but like what about the other games, the other exclusives, or just the other third-party games that no one really talks about? It's kind of the same, you know, the the, the non-popular characters when it comes to superheroes. It's like yeah, we know Craven, even though we haven't gotten Craven on screen yet. You know, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, uh, the Lizard, yada yada yada. But it it is really cool to see um, these other uh, heroes and villains. I mean, we saw it with um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I had no clue who the crap they were, and they just they blew up. So, I mean, if if the Spider Verse Two is anything more so than Spider Verse One, it's 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 going to be a good time for sure. Like, I'm very very excited. Absolutely. But we have a little bit more Spider-Man news here coming up. Uh, We have Tom Holland (laughs) denies, quote-unquote, that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire will return in Spider-Man 3. Uh, I I don't believe this for a second, Tom. You got to do better than that. He is literally the worst liar. I I think this is just him overcompensating for all the times he spoiled stuff in the past. Now he's just going to lie and say that something's not happening when it's definitely going to happen. Oh, he was like the worst chatterbox in the world. And it's like... (laughs) He's like, oh, Spider-Man's in space. But it can't be as worse as Mark Ruffalo when he literally said everybody died. The entire ending... (laughs) And Don Cheeto's like, dude. <laughs> he, him, I, I think between the Russo brothers, they did say uh, between uh, Mark Ruffalo and Tom Holland, they were like the biggest chatterbox. Like they, they had the biggest issues with them when it came to like spoiling things. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, what, what, what I do you think of this? It. I you don't know? believe it. Do you He's think lying. both are going to be? He's a bad liar. Do you think both are going to be in or just one? I mean, he could, he could be doing the thing where it's like technically he's not lying because only one will be in. But yeah, if you have one, why not? I mean, we don't really need Andrew Garfield's. So <laughs> I was just maybe. about to ask you. I was just about to ask you if you had to he's pick not one. Very important. So yeah, we can just throw. I mean, I we can just throw those movies to the. We can keep his Gwen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Emma Stone. You see, because it's just with this movie, like, cause there was, like, that running meme that everybody was, you know, breaking some other random person has nothing to do with Spider-Man 3. Is rep- Spider-Man 3 is reprising the role in Spider-Man 3, which was really funny. It was, like, breaking, uh, uh, not Jamie Foxx. God, I'm trying to think of someone. Like, like Florence Pugh is reprising a role in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> it's, like, this random, random, random actors. But they, for a while, like, it, it has gotten a little bit out of hand. Because we've heard Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, we've heard um, Willem Dafoe, we heard a little bit of Emma Stone, but I think uh, she is pregnant or just had her baby, so she's you know doing her mother motherly things. But um, you know, as well as others, especially with like Doc Ock and whatnot. So it's like, oh man, that yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's barking at. Sorry, can't guys. I can't move without him. Yeah. So, sorry, guys. I'm I'm a I'm dog sitting this weekend, and I can hear him in the background. I'm not sure if you guys can, but he's there. He's probably barking at whatever. But yeah, I, I don't believe Tom Holland for like a second, like at all. Nice try, Tom. Nice yeah. try. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, what was he taking the lie? And like you said, like either one one's going to be mentioned, or the other one's going to show up, or whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm just really excited to see what it's gonna be. Uh, I I'm I swear I will lose my shiz if I see Charlie Cox on that screen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I am so far into Daredevil, dude. I love the show so much, and I'm literally kicking myself for not starting it sooner because I don't know why I didn't. It was like the Marvel TV verse. It was like I was like, well, like I I kept hearing. I'm like, I heard Daredevil's like really really good because he is one of my favorite superheroes like i actually like the ben affleck version even though like that movie is like crap but like i used to watch that all the time when i was a kid 
I don't know why. Like I just I just liked Daredevil. But um yeah, I just between Jessica Jones and the Iron Fist and Luke Cage, everything else, it was like I think I was watching other things at the time and I mean I have a tendency to do that. It's like I'll put things in my backlog like on my watch list on letterbox and just totally forget they're there it's like oh yeah i did say i was gonna watch that i still haven't watched uh shawshank redemption i've been meaning to watch that for like freaking Whoa. yeah yeah like i've seen bits and pieces like i know the gist of the story but i actually haven't sat down and watched it so there's a first <laughs> but um i'll take this next one here and then um it looks like we have steve tucson eve best reese Iffens, and sonia musdo uh uh, Mizuno have been cast in HBO's Game of Thrones spinoff House of the Dragons, and I believe we have the original, um, the original, uh, the guy who who did the original um, scores for uh, uh, Game of Thrones is coming back for House of Dragons as well. I forgot his name. I'm blanking on it, but um, I believe it was um, Martin. Nope. I can't remember. Anyway, um, I'm I'm very excited about this. Um, I know a few of these people. Um, I definitely need to look up their filmography for um, other, um, you know, projects that they've been in. But I'm just really glad that this is. You know, I think they're going to be uh, starting here uh, pretty uh, pretty soon. Like we have Patty uh, uh, Constantine uh, will uh, play as King Viserys Targaryen. We have Olivia Cook as uh, Alicent Hightower, Emmy, uh, Emma Darcy as uh, Princess uh, Reyna Targaryen, so on and so forth. And Matt Smith as Prince Damon Targaryen um, and a few others, you know, like I said, so on and so forth. But I'm, I'm just really excited for this. Um, you know, it's, it's showing that everything's in full swing. They got the cast. I think they're going to start uh, producing it here soon, so I'm I'm just excited. It's going to be based off of George R. R. Martin's book, uh, Fire and Blood. I'm about mm, maybe halfway through, and um, you know, it's it's all about the uh, House Targaryens. Um, the you know Daenerys's uh, family. It takes place about 300 years before the events of Game of Thrones, so that'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> I hate this dog. It keeps barking so much. Not really, though. It's just like little yips, but it's fine. Anyway, let's move on to our next story here. You want to take this next we got, one? Uh, we got some more Borderlands casting news. The the movie that keeps on giving, giving us all this news. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis as uh, Tan- Dr. Tannis, which I don't really mind. She kind of has that look. She's got the short hair, kind of tall. She's got that wise scientist type look that yeah that tannis has in the games but then the one that i am excited about jack black voicing claptrap that's a good fit what i just you, uh, i i i it's not that i don't like jack black do you hate jack black too no you just no america's sweetheart no i swear to god if the rock ends up in this film i, I was will just not. gonna say you know what this means right <laughs> i will not watch a, a jumanji i'm not watching this movie he's gonna be salvador somehow <laughs> I'm not watching this movie. That's the case. I'm just so tired of The Rock. I, I'm sure he's he's a pleasant human being, a, a, a gentleman of sorts. You gonna watch The Young Rock? His his show coming up. He has a show coming up. Yeah, Young Rock. Oh my god, no. on ABC or something. Nope. <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good. I just I I don't. It's just it's just why do we need a Borderlands movie to begin with? That's my only question. Like, Last of Us makes sense because there's a story. But, like, Borderlands, like, yeah, there is a story, but, like, even, you know, and we've played literally every single Borderlands game. Like, yeah, there's a story there, but it's like, do we really play for the story? Do we actually just play for the gameplay? <laughs> so it's like, I mean, Borderlands 3 story was, like, okay. I think Borderlands 2 was really good and uh, Borderlands the pre-sequel um, as well, but... Um, it's I don't know. It's just like I I'm like I hate to be like a Debbie Downer about this. I just I just don't feel like it's necessary, like at all. It's definitely pretty cursed. It's just like I mean it. It's kind of like oh Hollywood's ran out of ideas. You know we've gone through a lot of reboots. We've gone through like pretty much every single popular uh, book adaptation. What's left? Oh let's uh, dig our you know our talents into uh, video games like. Yeah, like that. 
I feel like in theory, I think it's a good idea, but it's like, I mean, to me personally, video games are like the ultimate way, like the best way to tell, to, to experience any type of story that's out there because you have that connection of, you have, you have empathy through control. And that's why I think I like the last of us so much. It's like, yeah, like if, if, I mean, I'm sure, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll like the, uh, the uh the tv series but it's like i've, I've played as these characters and I've, I've formed more of an attachment to these characters instead of just watching them passively on the screen yes the um you know the um the screenshot or the the oh my god the screen cuts are very you know cinematic and whatnot but i i, I don't know it's just for the borderlands movie like i can see it being very silly because it seems like they're going balls to the wall it just might work but i just don't feel like it's like 100 percent necessary it's like but hey i mean it is what yeah, it is it's just like every other video game movie it's, yeah it's, it's cursed to a certain degree true i mean we did get some song of the hedgehog 2 news that's supposed to be coming out 2022 so we also have that i don't know how you feel about it but <laughs> will jim carrey be back to to carry the entire movie i hope so because he did a great i mean ben schwartz did a good job of sonic as well but i think jim carrey was definitely the rock of that whole movie like if if he wasn't there like w whether they changed sonic or no that movie would have been like abysmal yeah god he was the saving him. grace he really really was but uh, let's get into our last news topic before we get into our WandaVision uh, episode six review. We have E3 2021 reportedly going all digital this June. So this comes from GameSpot. And we so as we've all known, you know, the pandemic has changed a lot of uh, a lot of things uh, th throughout our lives. And actually, I have a really sad story really quick before we get into this. So I walked into Best Buy today. And I was just, you know, just browsing their movie section just to see what they had any, like, deals or anything. We used to have, like, you walk into my Best Buy, there's, like, two, like, the entire back two walls of the store are just full of Blu-rays, you know, movies, TV shows. Like, a really, really good connection on the collection, excuse me. A really, really good collection. And I walked in there today, all gone. All of it just... They had a few end caps, and I was like, this looks like the, um, I, I honestly, I feel like Walmart has a better movie selection now. I was hurt. I was shocked. And I went up to the, uh, uh, one of the guys who worked there. I was like, hey, um, yeah, like, what happened <laughs> to, like, your entire movie collection? Like, what happened to all the physical stuff? They're like, they send it back to warehouses because of COVID, and there hasn't been any new movies coming out. Like, we would have already had, like, Black Widow and, um, like, Wonder Woman out on, like, Blu-ray, 4K, whatever you want to call it. And it w w would have been sitting on my shelf right now. But they decided against it because there aren't any, like, there, there aren't, aren't a lot of new movies coming out right now. So they just sent it all back. Sadness. I was hurt. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, what happened? They just sent them to you. I wish they did, <laughs> but yeah, literally it was just, there's, I mean, there's like a few things, like there's like some star Wars stuff, some game of Thrones stuff, it's more of the popular stuff, but it, it is dwindled down like a lot. It is slim pickings over there. And I was like, wow, I, okay. <laughs> so I just, I, you know, I scavenged through the, uh, the damage and <laughs> I found something, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I just wanted to share that little story before we get into this. So, yes, E3 2021 reportedly going all digital in June. And uh, more details to come uh, coming up soon. But apparently I was actually listening to um, uh, Insight Gaming's Weekend Roundup video about this. Um, I, for anyone who wants to attend any of these major companies, they have to pay like a six-figure fee. <laughs> Devin's shaking his head. He said, oh, no. No, no. No, no. And I think this is going to lead to a lot of other, you know, places. Like, especially, you know, Sony does their own thing. Nintendo's been doing their own thing for a while. It's really just going to be, I think, Xbox and Ubisoft. <laughs> Maybe EA will be there. But, 
Like, I mean, Sony's backed out. Sony hasn't been a part of E3 for like the past two to three years. I think it's been about three years so far. I mean, especially with, uh, you know, this past year. We had Summer Games Fest hosted by Jeff Keighley. I thought that was actually kind of cool because it kind of spurted things out throughout the summer. But sometimes I kind of just want it to be one week, one and done type situation. Uh, it's supposed to take place uh, between June on um, June 15th through the 17th um, and, you know, streaming online. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But w- what are your thoughts about this? I think it makes sense. There's been a few all virtual events so far during the pandemic, and they've all went pretty well. So might as well. Yeah. DC fandom was actually, like, really good. Like, you didn't have to just sit there. And it's like, oh, okay, well – you have to tune in, you know, this time for whatever, whatever. You can kind of just, like, I liked how you can make your own schedule. It's like, hey, here are the things that I'm interested in, so that's when I'm going to tune in. Instead of just waiting for the next thing to come up. It's like, oh, is this it? No, this is something up. Oh, is this it? No, that's something else. But also, remember, Devin, Jeff Keighley quit working for E3 um, with E3 in 2020, you know, when he made Summer Games Fest. So there might have been some red flags already. So this might not even uh, – it's it's not going to be the same E3 we've known and loved throughout uh, the past years. Uh, but we do we'll, have a, we'll, we'll be there. We'll be watching. Yeah. So, well, uh, G4. G4 TV is back, baby. Very, very excited. That's where I used to watch E3, you know, way you know back in the day when, when we were kids. It's when E3 was televised on, on TV. It's So like, that was <laughs> – kind of shows our age a little bit but we're not there yet we're not super old we're mid. speaking of showing our age let's uh <laughs> let's talk about this new wandavision episode yeah yeah so uh, well we're about to get into our wandavision review WandaVision. that was a nice segue Devin. i like that i like that it, yeah, it makes a lot of sense for this week yeah, it does. So <laughs> we are in our WandaVision Season 1, Episode 6 review titled All New Halloween Spooktacular. So, man, this, um, this just right off the bat, I, I love the, uh, and this is going to be spoilers, of course. If you haven't watched it, stop listening, go watch it, and come back to this because it's 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 about to get real. Anyway. Um, I'm loving the, you know, the 90s, early 2000s. Malcolm Knock him in the, in the middle, baby. Yes. That was amazing. Just just had to come out and say I was, it. I was in love as soon as the credit, the opening credits started. Like, <laughs> you just you just immediately had that that throwback to, to watching good old Frankie Muniz and Brian Cranston on the screen. Oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, it was... It was honestly something to behold, and I'm not going to lie, every single, like, intro so far has not missed. Every single poster that has come out has not missed. And I've, and it, we actually got a little bit of news earlier today. Uh, WandaVision is the most watched, um, to, uh, or the most, the, yeah, the most watched TV show um, today. Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty exciting. You know, um, I know Teddy from uh, Nerd Soup had put out a little... Uh, a little uh, survey for people saying, you know, like, what what show uh, do they prefer, um, The Mandalorian or WandaVision? And as much as I love The Mandalorian, I love Pedro Pascal, but I just, I've enjoyed every single episode. Like, I feel like not every single one is missed. I know a lot of people don't like the first two. I'm a really big sitcom kind of guy, so it was just right up my alley. And it's like, it's just, I, I've not been bored this entire, we're, we're six episodes in. I've not been bored at all. So it's well, were you ever bored during the Mandalorian though? Um, not bored. No, I, I was never bored, but for some reason there was more excitement for WandaVision over Mandalorian. I think that's more so a indictment on the Star Wars universe versus the Marvel universe. Yeah. Because there's more exciting things in the MCU than there is in the Star Wars universe. That is true. Yeah, like I, I love the Mandalorian. I mean, if 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 season one and season two dropped on four K, but your your boy is buying it like one hundred percent, like one hundred percent. But I, I don't know. It's just like, um, because a lot of people kind of um were we're talking about how Mandalorian felt more like a video game thing. I'm like, I mean, I guess like especially with the first episode, it was a lot of like jumping from planet to planet, gaining something new, and like 
a lot of things really didn't start happening to until towards the end, but that usually happens with a lot of uh, TV shows. But yeah, I don't know what it is. I, it's, I don't hate the Mandalorian at all. I just, for whatever reason, I just love one. I, yeah, I, I think it is more of a Marvel Cinematic Universe thing. Cause there's, there's more like more that hasn't been like untapped potential in the MCU. Like there's more that we're leading to. Yeah. Than what Star Wars has. Yeah. Cause you know, Star Wars has been around for a while. Oh, the films have. And yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but for just for some reason, I mean, I love, I like season two of the Mandalorian way more than season one, but I think there was only one, like kind of weak episode. And that was, I think it was like the second one, but like the rest of them were like really, really good. But I don't know, for some reason, I just, I think I just love the mystery of WandaVision, and that's what we're here to talk about today with this. It's, it keeps getting more <laughs> mysterious every episode. It is just, I, it, we, we, we get some answers, uh, you know. We get, we get some more questions. More questions. A more, lot more, more questions, questions. yeah. Um, and I just, I love it how they are pacing this week to week. I want to commend D- Disney for, you know, sticking to the, the traditional method, like, as much as I would like to watch all this at once, like this needs to be digested. This show was meant to be dissected when it came to all the clues and whatnot, because it's just, I mean, I, I, sometimes I do prefer week to week over uh, all at once, depending on what it is. Like I think solar opposite season two uh, with Hulu, they usually just dump them all on there. I think they did the same thing with season one, but like there isn't a lot of, things to like dissect in that show. But like with this, you know, this is part of a grander universe and it's just, man, I loved, um, you know, Pietro. I mean, I'm, there's, I, there's so much happening with I'm, him. I'm starting to grow. He's starting to grow on me a little bit now. Cause you know, he kind of plays like the, the way, the way they, they're putting him in as the, the annoying older brother, like the Francis role. Like yeah. that was so perfect. <laughs> he, he fits that role so well. Yeah, I was gonna say either Fra- like, and then then you have Re- um, I, I would say Reese Dewey. It was Dewey, right? I think so. yeah, Reese yeah. Dewey and Frankie, or Malcolm, excuse me. Uh, they're they're kind of combined in with Speed and Wiccan, uh, which for those of you who don't know, those are they have they have their powers now. Yeah, That's yeah, exciting. their power set. And it's, it's, you know, it's Halloween, which, you know, there's been a lot of theories out there. Everyone thinks that um, Evan Peters is uh, Mephisto because he makes that one little joke with, uh, you know, like, oh. He's not going to die twice. Yeah, that and he, he says something about, like, spawn hail Satan. Not hail Satan, but something like, like re- release the demons or something like that. I'm blanking on. I'm actually, I meant to watch, rewatch it before this, but I didn't have time. Um, I, I still think film theory is right that they're not going to use a devil character because of China and the issues that they would. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Because Disney, Disney is very adaptable <laughs> when they, like they will try. I mean, that, that that's their biggest market. They will, they will do anything to appease to the Chinese. Unless, market. They, unless they like rearrange the entire Mephisto character to where he's not just basically Satan or they have two different. I mean, I know it's a lot, but or they have two different versions of because I think there were I forgot what Disney film it was where they had extras they swapped out certain scenes to piece of China and I'm blanking on it right now but I think it was from, I watched it from like a YouTube video but I mean that that could be it or I mean I don't I don't really think it's Mephisto anyway but. I don't know. It, it's it was, it was so weird this episode with Pietro. First of all, that, <laughs> did you see that Kickass reference? Yes, the Kickass that reference was so meta was like, amazing. Geez, Wanda's breaking the fourth wall like over and over again. Well, I mean, so it's Pietro. He was like, hey, he's like, she was like, like she's like, what happened to your accent? He's like, what happened to yours? <laughs> and she was like, oh, <laughs> like, hey, that, that's that's a fair point right there. But I'm I'm just oh my god, I, I was head over heels like the. The way that this entire episode was shot, well, especially, you know, when they're showing within Wanda's her the, the hexagon, um, it, it was it was shot exactly like it was Malcolm in the middle. Like it was fantastic. It was just such a, like a jolt of energy because everyone was so like hyped up, everyone's yeah. talking in the camera. 
You can just feel that <laughs> early 2000s energy. I don't think they could have picked a better show to appease to like the 90s, early 2000s kids. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, if it was Jake and Josh, maybe, but like, they I think Malcolm. just pumped me up so much because that's just, that's us. That's yeah. our childhood. Yes. Right there. Yes. It, it really is. And oh my, and of course, we have Vision, who's, you know, he's starting to unravel the truth and he goes on his, his own little um, investigation and whatnot. And it, um, what it wanted to say, she said, don't go past Ellis Avenue, I think it was. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it seems that her, obviously, her powers are more focused in around her but it's like the farther out you get it's like people are like barely moving like we even see someone trying to hang up some kind of halloween thing you see that tear drop down her eye and it's like vision's feeling for these people he's trying to figure out what's going on he doesn't remember his life you know before westview and it's just crab hits the fan it's just more proof that that wanda is holding back like she could have the whole world under her control right now, but she's choosing to to keep it small, just a little city in New Jersey. Yeah, just it, a couple hundred people. But. And she knows what she's doing because yeah. when she's talking to Pietro, it's it's kind of like Pietro knows like what's going on because he seems very self aware as uh, as well yes, as that was the crazy part Herb. too because he mentioned Pietro mentioned the last thing he remembered was getting shot two times. So it is MCU Quicksilver. He yeah, but he he thinks he's MCU Quicksilver, but he's obviously X Men Quicksilver. Well, see, and like for us, because it's kind of like how you know, um, so like with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, there was two Aunt Vivs, and yeah. it's like you know they, they kind of made it like oh, like they went from a more darker tone Aunt Viv to more lighter tone Aunt Viv, and it's 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 as if like nothing happens. Kind of thing is yeah. like you kind of just have to roll yeah, it with it. Recast. Yeah, yeah, it was a recast. So it's I, I feel like maybe that could be happening, but of course we know Evan Peters as Quicksilver from the Fox X Men franchise. So it's like maybe he is just playing Pietro, just you know MCU Pietro. But it's like, hey, you know, we've had one, and I don't really know what happened, you know, with um. Uh, with his contract, but they, they got Evan Peters in and um, there, <laughs> there was some kind of uh video out there between like all of like the other uh, X-Men, uh, X-Men film. And it was a uh, Cyclops and uh, Evan yeah, Peters. I saw that. Yeah. He was he like, knew. <laughs> he, he, knew. Knew. he was like, well, just cause your Quicksilver doesn't make you an Avenger. <laughs> I was like, wow. He knew. And he's like, you know, legally, I'm not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> that's exactly what Evan Peters said. So I was like, oh, okay. That's it. The signs have been there all along. Obviously, I'm sure they've had this plan for a while, but it, it's been playing off so great. And, you know, like we saw, we saw, you know, Billy and Tommy, Speed and Wiccan get their, um, their powers are starting to manifest. And Wiccan is starting to, he notices that, uh, vision is trying he wants out he's trying to figure out what's going on we don't know if that's just a made up version of it, of vision or or even if her children are made up because even in the uh, in the comics um, I think her power uh, Scarlet Witch's powers were um, starting to get crazy out of control I, I don't know what issue it was but um, she essentially you know created her two children but like they weren't really real to begin with and then someone had like i think they like disappeared something happened and she was freaking out so like maybe maybe they are just in this you know this universe or maybe just within wandavision maybe they you know manifest and become real but i really don't know it's very uh it's interesting but we see kids in this episode Everywhere. Yes, a lot of kids. Kids are sleeping in their beds. Somebody <laughs> told you there weren't any kids last week, and she fixed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they definitely were just sleeping in their beds because, I mean, yeah, Wanda's crazy, but I don't think she would, you know, hurt the children like that. It's like okay, well, it's like she, she's got to draw the line somewhere. But I don't know. Well, uh, did you did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? I'm sorry, I've been rambling on here. There, for a while. there was a surprise, surprising Agnes scene in this one. <laughs> Because up until this episode, I was 100% certain she was, if not the bad guy, a bad guy. Mm. But this scene, she uh, she's seems like she's under, under Wanda's control, just like everyone else. She was kind of just blindly sitting there staring at nothing. 
Then yeah. Vision snapped her out of it, and she's like, "Oh, Vision, you're an Avenger. <laughs> Save me." And he's like, what, "What's an Avenger?" Yeah, he's like, "She's like, are you dead?" It's <laughs> like, "No, why? Because you are." Is and it's like, "What? What do you mean I'm dead?" And he's like, and he 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 almost breaks through the barrier, but it's like. You know, it's killing him as he's leaving it. Yeah, I was. Oh my gosh! Like I was like, that's exactly what I expected. It probably is Vision's body, but then again, we never saw her leave with Vision's body when she breaks into the facility. But of course, we had you know Jimmy Woo and their little ragtag gang. Darcy, Darcy got sucked in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Darcy got sucked in, and uh, Scarlet Witch, you know. She wanted to start expanding her territory even more because, you know, she's freaking out. She's trying to save, quote unquote, save vision. And that's literally like pretty much the end of the episode. And I was like, yeah, we also we have to figure out uh, who Monica and Jimmy are going to meet because that's that's one cliffhanger. We got this episode. They were they were on the way to go meet the uh, um, the physicist or whatever that she mentioned the, the last episode. Everyone thinks it's uh, Reed Richards. Yeah, and like it that's, could that's be the, that's the easy choice, but it seems like <laughs> it's it's too too small of an introduction for Reed Richards. <laughs> who, who do you think it would be? I for, I saw someone online say it could be Blue Marvel. Mm. I don't know too much about him, but he's got a relationship with Monica Rambeau in, in the comics. Like they were in relationships, so that would make some sense. And he is a a scientist as well. Okay, okay, yeah, I mean that 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 could work. And I think she did say they're meeting. A guy. She said he this episode, I think, right? Yeah. He yeah, him. Yeah, it's he. So. Because <laughs> I thought it could have been the. Um, if it ends up being the, Johnny, John Krasinski. I would, <laughs> that would be insane. There's no. I mean, uh, um, Elizabeth Olsen mentioned that there's a, a Luke Skywalker level cameo coming up. See, okay. So I, so was she. What was she? That was not referring to, to Evan Peters. Are you there's, sure? There's someone else. <laughs> Are you sure? Because, because it could um, be him. Bettany also mentioned that the finale is going to blow everyone away. And <laughs> and it's going to change the way we view the MCU forever, is what he said. <laughs> if, if, if it is Magneto, I'm going to lose my shit. I think it's going to be Magneto. <laughs> like, which one? Which one Michael though? Fassbender. It has to be Michael Fassbender. I'm sorry. I love Ian McKellen, but he's he's getting up there in age, and you know Disney they they, they want this to run for a super long time. Unless it's like a older version of Magneto, somehow I I really don't know. I <laughs> if it is Magneto, either way, I'm going to lose. Shit. Daddy's home. It has to be Michael Fassbender. The whole it family's to gotta be there. <laughs> Or like, if, or even if it's like a young, like even if like James McAvoy somehow gets into it with um, a younger uh, Professor X, that would be really cool. But uh, yeah, it seems yeah, like a lot of three people. more episodes to figure it out, dude. It's I, I'm so happy for this week to week stuff. Like I, 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 it sucks at the same time, but like this is what I love about it because you know we get to keep this conversation going and like yeah, it's only Saturday. This is only you know the day after that we've been, uh, you know, th that it's been out. But, like, I, I want to go back. Like, I actually do want to go back and rewatch this episode. I just enjoyed it so much. Like, the shots, especially with Pietro, like, on the couch, it kind of, like, zoomed in on him. And, like, there was uh, Speed and Wiccan having their little um, conversation, like, in, um, in the foreground. It's, like, that is, like, classic Malcolm in the Middle shot right there. And it's just... It, it, it maybe it might just be because of nostalgia, but during Halloween, you know, they always say that that's when the, the spirit world and you know the land of the living, the the connection is it's like thinner or whatever. I can't really remember. It's you know people do really weird stuff on Halloween. Is what I'm pretty much pretty much trying to say. But oh man, this it's, it was just another great episode. Like we have, we mentioned it from the very beginning. Every episode is getting better than the last. It it it's just oh man. Like I, I really hope Disney pumps these out on Blu-ray at some point. Like I understand you want people to stay subscribed, and that's totally fine. Like I mean, I, I've been looking for like Daredevil season one through three, like on Blu-ray. I know they're out there, but 
that doesn't mean I'm going to, you know, cancel Netflix. I just want that specific show. Same thing with, um, like, Stranger Things. Like, I would love, um, I've been waiting for season three of Stranger Things to come out on physical. I don't know if it's out yet or not, but, like, it's just specific shows that I would love to have the physical versions of because I may or may not always have Netflix, and Netflix may or may not always be around. So hopefully they can um, sympathize with us physical collectors. But uh, you want to get into scores? You good? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Another great episode of WandaVision Episode 6 titled All New Halloween Spooktacular. 90s kids, early 2000s kids, we're with you, we're one of you, and I, oh man, I just can't wait for next week. Ah, oh, it's going to be amazing. At least it gives us something to look forward to every single week. I, I could not imagine just binging this, and it's like, all right, well, like, well now what do I watch? Like, it, it, especially it being this good, and like, if this definitely warrants a rewatch, like, all the way through, just seeing how everything unfolds. But, Devin, what would you give Season 1, Episode 6 of a WandaVision out of 100? I think I think I gave last week a 95, so I'm going to go 96. And I'm guessing next week will be 97, and then <laughs> the week after will be 98, and then the finale will be a 99 or 100. Yeah. That's just how this show goes. Yeah, I, I, think, I think last week I actually gave it 100 because I loved it so much. But that, it seems a little bit premature now, but I've... I'm just I'm gonna keep the streak going. I'm 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 gonna give this a 99 out of 100. Just a, a little bit of wiggle room. It's not that much, but I just really love this episode. It was just wow. It was made for us. It was uh, this entire show. It's like it's oh my god. I just I, I this is what I love about the MCU. I want them to like explore and like experiment with things like I, i'm excited for falcon and winter soldier as, soldier as much as the next person but it does give me the you know continuation of just the winter soldier vibes um it seems kind of by the numbers but again we haven't seen a single episode yet just based off the trailer that we saw but i'm i, I think i'm a little bit more excited for loki just because there's just so many crazy things you can do so many things you can experiment with but i i you know i'm just i'm, I'm loving the experimentation that's going over uh, marvel studios so kevin feige just keep doing what you're doing and make sure to release black widow on uh, disney plus thank you um <laughs> if, if that seemed the best decision no need to rush it like warner brothers did <laughs> anyway let's um let's close this out here Actually, uh, before we do, um, I believe we're, we're going to be reviewing Invincible, uh, the first three episodes, uh, sometime within the near future. Of course, we have Godzilla vs. Kong coming up. Um, we could do Billy Holiday, uh, United States versus Billy Holiday. I'm not entirely sure what that's all about. And there's also Cherry, which I still have to watch. I think I'm going to watch that today. Get it out of the way. It's midday. It's about two hours and 20 minutes, so... Be ready, Devin. <laughs> I'll let you know, but I'm just, I was like, listen, I can't be watching this super late at night. I just got to get it out over the way, uh, get get, uh, get it over with during the day. I've heard mixed reviews about it, but nonetheless, I'm very excited. But let's close out here. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening and make sure to check out the other shows over on musiccitydrivein.com and subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. There you go.